everyone. No! I'm Justin. I'm just a girl who is dead. I'm Sam. Love bites. Love bleeds. But you can turn off eternity. I'm Jackie, and this is Vance on Stinker Madness. Hello, oh, welcome to Stinker Madness, a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me, you're always Sam and Jackie. I wanted to start this episode. This is the downside to audio recording is you can't do some of the fun stuff because, like, I wanted to start this episode, like, the times during Space Ghost Coast to Coast where nobody had anything to say and everybody's just blinking at each other and the camera's just panning around. But you can't do that on audio. It just doesn't work. I just wanted to have silence and, like, the sound of Zorax machine being the only the ambient hum of the Space Ghost studio. That's yeah. what I wanted. It would have been comedic genius, but instead I chose audio because I'm horribly disfigured. So here you are, listeners. You can't have that. But imagine it in your mind. And you yeah. might be like, that Sneaker Madness show is hilarious. Uh, this week on the show, currently streaming on, I'm not sure where we watched it on, I think Paramount from via Showtime. Uh, 2012's Vamp starring people that I really wish weren't in this movie. I'm turning it over to Sam. That fast. Wow. I feel like yeah. I'm on the opposite end of this. I really liked this movie. Um, <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> so I think Amy Heckerling is one of those victims of when reality TV took over a portion of Hollywood and mm-hmm. studios collapsed. Things got sold. Uh, one of her best friends is Martin Brest, who right around this same time had a stellar career. And then those people crunched him and the movie Geely into what it became and his career was over. Maybe you should uh, start by explaining who Amy Heckerling actually well, I is. I was Sam. going. I've got a flow here. OK. All right. Got all right. A, the writer and director of this movie. <laughs> the writer and the director of this movie. She, uh, her 2000 crunch was called Loser and it had Jason Biggs and Mina Savari in it. And yeah, it was going to be a decent film. Well, it would have been great because it's got a bunch of raunch comedians in it. And it was supposed to be a fairly deep end of the R comedy. And it was greenlit as such. And don't know whether it was post writing, pre shooting, in editing, whatever. It's they, it just had to be a PG 13 movie all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, no, that, that really kind of fucks with some things when your best jokes are going to be dirty ones. Um, cut. Yeah. I just didn't think it was that bad. It probably isn't that bad. She's a pretty good fucking director. Middle of the road, that pack of movies. But at the same time, you know, she's trying to bring something with that one too. Cause she's kind of remaking one of her free or reimagining one of her favorite films, the apartment with Jack Lemmon. And, uh, so it's probably fairly disappointing to her. And then after that, she would get uh, I Could Never Be Your Woman, which she made with Paul Rudd and Michelle Pfeiffer in England. And then the rights to the film were sold prior to its release, which is going to cause some problems with its returns, even if it has bankable stars and is halfway decent. It's got <clears throat> a uh, mid-60s on Rotten Tomatoes, which means that... It probably would have done okay, but it just doesn't get a chance. And this one, she is her last film, and she only spent $16 million on this, and Anchor Anchor Bay just bought it, I guess. 
And uh, they let her put it in one theater before they put it on video shelves. And I think it, if it was one theater and it made almost four grand, it did pretty good for a week or whatever. Um, but we're talking about the person who directed Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Johnny Dangerously, and European Vacation before mm-hmm. writing, directing Look Who's Talking 1 and 2. Oh, (laughs) you know what? We're mad about that because we're mad at ourselves for loving it when it came out and then realizing how fucking terrible talking here. I didn't. (laughs) You were like 12. Everyone had to watch it. We all laughed. We're like, this John Travolta guy is great. And then we turn like 15 and we go, I was wrong. I am bitter. It doesn't matter whether you like him or not. That shit returned three hundred million against a seven and a half million dollar budget. Yeah, um, she didn't deserve this. Martin Brest didn't deserve it either. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop and uh, Meet Joe Black. He didn't deserve that. Uh, with this though, it seems like, and I would, I would just say right now, I think she should be pretty proud of this film. It's had a no budget. You're uh, kind of missing it, it a big suffers. one. You're jump, you're jumping over a big one here, bud. Kind of her biggest movie, actually. Well, the, the one that I, the movie that I like almost as much as she did, because I guess the only person that doesn't really, the only person that likes Clueless more than me is Amy Heckerling. And I think this actually does take some wind out of her sails as well, is that after Clueless, she loved it so much, she tried to turn it into a TV show. And it kind of did okay, but it really probably took the wind out of her sails when she had the most wind behind her. And that might have not been the best uh Best decision. I loved Clueless. I thought it was great. Okay, that, that's my question. You're you're a wild card as far as movies like Clueless because I can see you going either way. So knowing that you're in the right crowd, I you know it's not it's a movie that's not for me, and I still respect the shit out of. It. I thought well, it was funny as brilliant. hell. Yeah, and it's 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 Emma. It's Jane Austen's Emma redone yeah. with Valley Girls, and it's done so well. I'm like. They need to do this with all of Jane Austen and just, I, I want to see if it works. I want to <laughs> see if it works. Because okay. the thing was, is that uh, Love and Friendship with Kate Beckinsale mm-hmm. uh, is that same level of modern snark added to Jane Austen. And I was just, like, just dancing around the whole time going, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> he just did jazz hands. I did. <laughs> and I got that same feeling when I watched this. Like, I, I'm just wow. happy the whole time. I was like, yay. Okay. Girls being girls for no other reason. They had, like, there's the strength of a woman in there, too. And then also, they're just oh. like, they just don't <laughs> care, right? They just don't care what other people think. And they're having a nice time. And I'm having a nice time. And it doesn't help that the two of them are very easy to look at. Hmm. I was pretty much on the fence with Katie Ritter until then. Like, I did not like the, the uh, what's her face, the Marvel, the Jones. It was pretty boring. Yeah. I didn't care for it. And I was pretty on the fence with her. I was like, she seems nice. I've never seen her in anything I liked. And then I saw this and I was like, Kristen Ritter, you're in. Also, did you know that Kristen Ritter is a voracious knitter? No. Oh, my God. Now it all makes sense. Did she knit knit the sweater in the movie? I don't know. I know what I know is that uh, Vogue Knitting had her on the cover. There's a fucking Vogue Knitting magazine. Did you know that? No. I, I, would I, how would I possibly know that? How? I, the only reason I know this is because I read her wiki, but I mean, like, I'm just scratching my head still. Like, 
Kristen Ritter is a voracious knitter sounds like system of a down lyrics. And <laughs> there's a Vogue knitting magazine. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that don't make sense, uh, half the listeners right now are going, you've never seen Kristen Ritter in anything you like, which means you don't like Breaking Bad. Note to the listener, Sam still has not watched Breaking Bad. It's, I, you know, um, I was forced into watching all of Game of Thrones, and that was the last marathon I went on, and I was horridly disappointed by that experience. So I'm just not ready to get a, get on a horse that big yet. Yeah. Well, she's a pretty central part to the entire story, so. Okay. She's she's good. She, I mean, she just plays Kristen Ritter in it. I mean, she's a heroin addict, but Kristen Ritter, the heroin addict. She's the same character at every time. She's like, uh, what's her name? Uh, quirky girl. Uh, Zoe's Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a Zoe. She's she's this is me in every role I'm in. I'm quirky and kind of cute. And she doesn't do that in the Alias. It's not even called Alias. Alias is the comic book. It's January Jones, not Jupiter Jones, not no Jupiter Jones. Jennifer Jones, somebody Jones. Judith Jones, Jackie Jones, or Kersey. I can name all of the (laughs) other ones. Luke Cage. uh, Yeah. Oh boy, I'm a bad uh, Marvel guy right here, but uh, somebody, Sally Jones, Kim Jones, Tashara Jones. I don't Jones. think we have enough time for you to keep guessing until one of us goes, ah. Just names. Because neither names. one of us are uh, rushing to our phones start, to look at the let's internet. Let's start uh, at A and we'll go through Z. Well, if it's to uh, Al- JJ, Allison. so it's Judy Jones. <laughs> Judy it Justice it's Jones. Not, it's, yeah. it's two J's and we've named every name except for the right one, so we should stop right. now. Okay, but it's fun. It's fun. It's what we do here. We have fun. It's fun. After the after we hit stop, let's go back to doing the name game, guys, and just okay. do that for like six hours together. Can either of you name a movie that Alicia Silverstone's in that isn't Clueless, this movie, or that Aerosmith music video that I don't even remember which one it was? ASPCA commercials. Nope. That's uh, that's uh, Canadian Treasure. Um no, she did the no fur thing, but it was, I think they oh. were magazine ads. Well, um, she does a, a thing where, like, her what she does now is a website that talks about sustainability, healthy living, and being a vegetarian. So she is like a PETA poster girl, if you're, if you're talking yeah, about that. Yeah, it was PETA. It wasn't ASPA. It was PETA. Uh, she was uh, Sabrina, right? Sabrina? Nope. No. Who was Sabrina? Uh, okay. Wasn't. Um... Mary. Never been kissed? No, that's not her either. That's Drew Barrymore. Okay. I I can't think of another one. So wait, we already had a Drew Barrymore. Why did we need Alicia Silverstone? Or Melissa Joan Hart, who was Without Alicia Silverstone, we wouldn't have the joy brought to my heart from this movie and the movie Clueless. Yeah, well, what if uh, Drew Barrymore was casting that role? I don't know. I just don't think she would do as good. There's something, and I guess it's when I go to her, when I went to Alicia Silverstone's website, and I see a person who was actually genuinely famous, and they decided to become an influencer, and they're doing it the right way, not being preachy and trying to, like, go pick me, pick me. They're just like, by the way, if you eat this, you'll feel better. Fun (laughs) fact. Yeah, so, (laughs) Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, I said that. Oh, I think I thought we couldn't. I, I I knew that that was not the same person. I'm I'm on top of things, but I really can't, Sam. I can't. I can't name a single fucking movie. I imagine she was in some date movie of some sort that I wasn't down with. Jackie, you. I mean, come on, help us out here. I already said I don't know another one. 
Damn. Batman and Robin. Oh, oh shit. Jesus yeah. Christ. Motherfucking stupid idiots. This is our podcast. Ugh. She seemed to be hiding on screen like she didn't want to be in the movie, so. Yeah, well, who would? I mean, other than Schwaz. Cool out! <laughs> is it getting hot in here because I'll cool it down? <laughs> I'll cool it down now! <laughs> I, you know, that's what I do. Who Schwaz? And I like it. I'll do it all day. Uh, okay, anything else, Sam? Poor Amy Heckerling, that's all I can say. Poor Amy Hepper. Well, she's just like 70 now. Uh, did you notice that the band in the movie The Lost Patrol got quite a few uh, songs in the soundtrack? The Lost Patrol. I don't the even Lost know who Patrol. that is. Yeah, nobody knows who that is. It's because it's uh, Amy Heckerling's daughter's band. <clears throat> oh. But cool. they're pretty good. They're very uh, tech. They're very cowboy junkies, a light kind of a mm-hmm. thing. I yeah, liked all the music. It was very good. So there's a bunch of like fodder for this to like get shade thrown at it because it's like, oh, it went direct to video. She's putting her fucking kids in it, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The visual mm-hmm. effects, I'm going to say, are bad. They're quite bad. Quite I bad. would also say that the visuals, because I watched through to see where they were at on the visual. They had one small visual effects team. The makeup team was much larger than the visual effects team. They only had two roto artists. So I worked on a movie that was that got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. didn't shouldn't have had roto artists at all, and was made directly for the shelves of Walmart, and I had four other roto artists working that I was working with. So they didn't have enough people on they didn't have enough money to do the visual effects, but they did them anyway, and I don't think they cared. It was like the no. movie has the same no. sensibility as its characters, and I enjoyed that. But it's kind of sad because you could do every single one of these visual effects now on your fucking phone. And just nine years ago, wait, what year is this? 11 years ago, you could not. 11 years ago, you had to have an entire office that had data servers in it rendering for 24 hours to do one of the sequences. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it looks terrible. Uh, Are we ready to go on this? Check, he's hot. We got to say that we just came back from Memphis, and boy, are our arms tired. Uh, it's just, it's really hot in our house, because we did the stupid, uh, we're traveling, and our you? thermostat's all like, oh, well, then I'll turn off without your permission. And then we came upstairs to record and realized that upstairs, it's 80 goddamn degrees. That's pretty hot. It's like- It's pretty hot. 58 here. Yeah. Uh, 58 sounds nice. Are we not going to talk about the fact that the Winter Soldier's in this movie? The Winter Soldier's soldiers not in this movie. Sebastian Stan? Who? That's the guy from Weeds, Jackie. He's in Weeds. Not any of the Marvel movies. (laughs) Voices for some of the... Just stop trying to do any research on these things. Just stop. You're you're doing yourself more harm than good. Looks like Justin Kirk. Huh. Who probably Stevens, was though, the Winter Soldier's voice in one of the cartoons. <laughs> Dan Stevens, though, I know who that is. He was in Downton Abbey. Yes, he was. Okay, all right, Dan Stevens. And Wallace right, Shawn was in The Princess Bride. All right, we'll get, to, we'll get to all everybody. Wallace Shawn's in a lot more than the... Dinner with Andre as well. Mm. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, you yes, just got that's right, listeners. I, uh... I pulled up the cast list again this week. (laughs) And as Sam is totally right, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, you know, just listen to Sam and then 
maybe go to the bathroom while I'm talking about casts that I recognize. Or <laughs> yeah. just Usually keep talking, you're talking about from the bathroom. The costumes, which I think you could like. Where are you at on the costumes here? Oh yeah, you know I thought that uh, Stacy and Goody had really cute outfits, right? They were they were good for the time. They they've aged well. Sigourney Weaver, I don't know what the hell they were thinking with her hair. Yeah. It's probably one of the worst hairdos I've ever seen her have in a movie. But, I mean, her clothes were just okay. I don't think that they did her body type justice. Um, I think that they're trying to make her look like a withered old hag because that's what she, her character is. Yeah, but, but they're, she, they she's live immoral. Forever. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. That yeah. She completely contradicts the film itself, Sam. So she might be It was be supposed at to most- be Michelle Pfeiffer, but she was busy. Uh yeah. Well, oh, you, you could hey, you could get either Michelle or Sigourney Weaver for this piece of crap. What the hell? I don't understand the because film. Because Amy fucking pick uh, Yeah, but dude, she Amy Heckerling's a big fucking deal. When She's they made a great director, man, but she fucking wrote who look who's talking. Kiss my ass. Her, her All the way to terrible. the bank. Yeah, right. Fine. I will okay. say the Michelle the character that I thought was the best dress was Vadim, the uh, the Russian vampire. Justin Kirk. Justin Kirk. And he wasn't Russian. He was Ukrainian. That was the uh, repeating was joke the throughout the whole movie. Repeating joke that I loved. That guy was great. Yeah, and I I thought he had probably the some of the best outfits. That uh, he was pretty slick looking. He's just dressed like Jared Leto, but whatever. I thought the I thought the costumes were fine too, and I I, I appreciated some of the uh, the uh, way that they referenced their outfits and nostalgia. With one flaw in this movie, they said, "Why are you wearing mom pants? You need to have pants that fit your body type." And I'm like, "Just wait ten years, ladies. You're gonna have a bunch of." Forever 21 shoppers with these big old dumpy butts walking around thinking, oh, I look so hot because my pants go to my L- R- armpits. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I went outside and I saw young, attractive women that probably have stunning bodies dressed like Jerry Seinfeld. And I'm like, what the right? fuck are you doing? <laughs> hey, Bozo, the clown, not just the insult. You're dressed like clowns. Um, all right. So we're going to start this out with uh, me saying already that I hate this movie because I, I've learned something. That Jackie overwhelmingly, without her knowledge, subconsciously picks movies that almost always start with animated expositions. I do? Just- minutes like i don't we don't want to show you this stuff so we're just going to show you some some pictures of stuff and then explain how vampires work in this world i can't stand movies that start with exposition i just can't stop it i don't even remember what happened at the beginning it's I'm goody. goody explaining how she became a yeah right yeah I'm goody doesn't then, that happen at the beginning of Clueless though too I think so too I liked this part I don't care sometimes this works it just usually doesn't work give I'm giving you the music Jackie I'm goody in 1836 I was turned into a vampire I watched a lot of shit go down including motion pictures telephones and the internet i met another vampire lady in 1993 and now we're besties or so that's what she she calls it 
Yeah, had to be like the '80s because Christian Ritter just keeps going back to the '80s all the time. Like that's her era. No, she she yeah. says I was turned in 1993. Okay, so she's just and she stuck was in the 20. 80s. So she 22. got the best of the '80s in her heart. So mm. like Devo mm. probably causes her heart to beat because mm-hmm. uh, she was a teen when that was happening. I also liked a couple lines here where she was like. I've got like 10,000 credits. I did just the idea that they're like, well, we're undead post teens, so we're just going to stay in college forever. It's fucking hilarious to me. And she's is like, it? it is. She's like, I probably would have graduated, but it happens during the day. I'm just like, <laughs> yes. Yes. And then where she's like, undead doesn't mean unfeeling. God damn it! This is the writing is fucking fabulous. I I don't know who this man is. Is did the body snatchers happen while we were in Memphis, Jackie? Because this is not Sam. This is clearly not Sam. He he hates shit like this. But he's something has happened. I gotta ask. No, I hate you. shit with like this when it's not done so deliberately well, right? Like, I believe Alicia Silverstone when she says the the shit that she says in Clueless and the shit that she says in this. Uh, When it's done poorly, it's like garbage. So, did Sandra watch this with you? No. Oh, dang. She would have probably liked it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Anyways, Goody has been around for a long time, and her bestie, Stacy, are vampires. And uh, their gig is that they don't eat people. They eat rats. They suck the blood from rats. And it's a running gag. These rats that they use with straws. and But uh, they've got like the perfect night job because they're exterminators. Right. But they don't want to spray the pesticide to kill the mice mm-hmm. and rats. So they just eat them while they're on the job. Right. And then what do they do with the corpses? Just chuck them? Well, they just, just chuck say... Them. Oh, yeah, this one was dead from the rat trap or the rat poison, and they just throw them in a bag and dispose of them. Here you go. Here's your here's your dead rat. I found it. <laughs> I think they put them in a dumpster, probably. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Why does it always smell terrible outside? Well, that's a count of the decomposing animals that are rotting in the New York sun. So, but there's not any blood. Actually, do animals stink if they don't have any blood in them? Because isn't that what the bacteria attacks? Well, they still have muscles and tissue and stuff. Yeah, but that's filled with blood. No, the uh, bacteria will eat tissue. Hmm. Even if it's bloodless. Okay, whatever. Um, We could probably ask a scientist, but we're not going to. So, anyways, they get this telepathic summon. Uh, says, go to this place. And they're pulled over there. And inside is Sigourney Weaver. No! Sigourney Weaver. You're better than this. Is she? Yes, she's a great actress, Sam. She's also Galaxy a, Quest is a fantastic movie. She's also a very funny lady, which I don't she's think enough funny. people give her credit for. And she See, was and hilarious in this. this. What the hell? She was terrible in this. I mean, it's not her fault. She said, yes, my friend Amy Heckerling, of course I'll be in your movie. Wait, you had Michelle Pfeiffer instead of me first? But okay. Uh, I thought I thought her entire shtick was Terrible, and I can't believe you guys liked it. I like everything a bunch about of Chinese this movie. People, and it's supposed to be funny. Oh. Damn it! It's the now, pizza guy from Fast Times. It's the same pizza guy. It's a funny is joke. It? Is it the pizza same guy? guy. The yeah, little... So she orders out for pizza, 
and he the pizza man shows up and she's like you said 20 minutes or less and it's been over 20 and i'm thinking dude who can run a pizza joint that fast that's impossible and the business name is mr pizza guy which implies that that is mr pizza guy and she just ate her only source for pizza she'll order out chinese later <laughs> she's like i'm gonna just tear through all these small businesses how about how about you uh take out a chick-fil-a their uh sisyphus or Ciceris, whatever her name is she she doesn't like corporations she just like small business and yeah, she just likes small businesses taking them down yeah she's a global capitalist <laughs> So she's there for like, she's like, come here, girls, for fashion. I don't know what they're doing there. That's what they do for her is they model the clothes that she buys. And then she decides what she's going to wear. Or oh, because whatever. she can't see herself. She can't mirror. see herself, yeah. Oh. Right. I'm pretty sure she just killed some kind of fashion designer that got a bunch of free samples, and she went in there and was like, oh, all right, Prada, Gucci. Come on, ladies, try these on. Could be. Either way, she does it because she, she can't see herself. That's what I'm getting at, Jackie. Why is this fashion thing? That's what these girls do for her. They are bodies that she can see in front of her. Yep. Got it. Okay. All right. That takes care of all the questions I will have at the end of this movie. <laughs> that was the only one. <laughs> um, so uh, they are done with that scene. And they go to this club, and I guess it's sort of for vampires, because some of the people there are vampires. Some of the other people are uh, not familiars. What do they call them in Blade, where you're, you've got your grunts that aren't vampires? The Renfields. Yeah, the Renfields of the world. Uh, they go out and do human chores for vampires that can't be done by vampires. Go on account of the sun, I guess. I don't know. So who's are you talking about? Renfield himself in the movie? Yeah, there's Renfield, and then but they also uh, Justin Kirk's there, um, and his uh, Lord Vampire, his Alicia Silverstone to Christian uh, Ritter Vampire. There's a bunch of vampires there. Yeah, and v- vampire like, but not everybody's a vampire. Anyways, that's what this club is, and uh, so Justin Kirk, uh, I can't I can't remember his name in his character name in the Vadim. Yeah, well, let her have it, Sam. Come on, she's got the cast list up. She's got she's to be worth it. Otherwise, she's going to be... She's going to slink into the shadows feeling like she didn't contribute to their one thing. The cast list. <laughs> no, go ahead, Sam, because I closed it because I was, it was embarrassed Vadim. that I was making <laughs> such an ass of myself. <laughs> I realized when I have been beaten, good sirs. <laughs> okay. So now I'm just going to go, you know, the, the Russian vampire that's not a Russian vampire. I'll just right. go back to my old shtick, okay? Yeah. Um, so sh- they're they're kind of yucky vampires. They eat people. Um, Goody doesn't like them because they're. She says they calls them bad guys, and they're about to eat one of the ladies that wear the juicy butt pants. And she's like, she does the telepathic vampire thing of the charm. I guess you didn't says, like but, the but. juicy butt when him getting in on the juicy butt. Like, no, ooh, it's a juicy butt, and he's got a vampire. I thought that was she funny. Actually, didn't have a juicy butt. If it had been a juicy I, butt, I would have been like that. Would've yeah, worked. that's that's Emily Goldwyn. So maybe she did have a juicy butt, and everyone thought better of it, and then made that costume decision. 
Yeah. There was also a know, shirt that said juicy at the bottom of it. Yeah. It would have been better if she would have gotten the pants that said juicy across them. You know, like all the mm-hmm. uh, right. moms wear. And like the yoga <laughs> pants that say juicy on the bottom. You know where because they've got they're the- all 35 to 40 now. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm talking about because they have the built-in ass crack that goes from yeah. the waist yep. down to your yes, crotch. So that we your butt looks like you have a nicer butt than it is, and it should just say juicy mm. on that. That would have been pretty so it's funny. It's the wonder bra of sweatpants. Right. Yeah. Disappointing when they come off. Hey, this butt's not juicy. It's at least... Uh, I don't know. Don't kid yourself. They never come off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone. Not around me. Okay, just so... take uh, half your beer and leave. So... Uh, <laughs> So she stops him from meeting this poor girl and uh, and convinces her to change her life. She Jedi mind tricks her. And then she goes and picks up this drummer from the band and takes her back to his place or her place. It doesn't matter. And he's doing coke and he gets the little coke nosebleed, the Don Jr. as I call it. And uh, she can't resist it. And so she licks his nose blood. She really kind of cleans out his whole upper respiratory system with her tongue. She would have to go right by his brain with her tongue. And he's not how noses quite work. aroused by it. Was he? Or like, I wouldn't like that. He's just high on cocaine. Yeah, That's going to be an interesting touch. He's loving it. Yeah. I thought it was done uh, cheesy funny. And so I laughed pretty hard. It was kind of gross, but it was like, oh, come on. That's funny. And it knew that it was supposed to be just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Bunch of boogers. Vampires and their boogers. They love them. Especially the bloody ones that get all crusty. Ugh. You know? And then eventually, like, one day you're walking down the street and you do the old skier shoot. shoot you're forgetting your it's this guy's... bloody wad that sticks to your shirt and then you've got a meeting later and you don't know what's there. Snorting copious amounts of cocaine. Those are cavernous, open... Upper, his, there's nothing. There's no boogers. He's snorted everything into... There's just powder. And scabs <laughs> and blood. Right. Cocaine is not I'm good saying. for you. That's what I'm saying, man. It's gross. So basically, uh, right. she was like, hell yeah, when she got off that guy and was like, I got to get out of here. It's too much. No, she, yeah, no, she was, she feels guilty because she had human blood. She's like, I'm not, I don't like human blood. I don't want it. I'm going to eat a guy. Stop me from doing that ever again. Uh, I like rats because I don't want to hurt anybody. And that was like a temptation to murder that man who probably deserved it. She didn't really, I mean, yeah, she couldn't resist the blood, but she, there's no, there's, there's not a, a mean bone in her body as we'll find out later. Right. So the next morning cops, they find the pizza guy, all dismembered and in comes Wallace Shaw. No! Wallace Shaw. And I'm like, yay, because I'm loving everything else, so this is going to be great. Damn and I it. love that he's a Van Helsing, because in any other movie that you watch with a Van Helsing, right, they're always like these big, robust Jackman. men, yeah. right? And because this little short, bald guy that means business. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was another little short, bald guy that played him, too. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. 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 Actual fucking Dracula movie. (laughs) Van Helsing with fucking Hugh Jackman. Come on. (laughs) Shit. Not that Bram Stoker's Dracula is any good. (laughs) 
Oh, I think it's a great movie. Uh, the miniatures are fantastic, but I can't watch it without falling asleep. It's too fucking especially, long. Especially Wino Ryder and her Silk 90s. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Keanu Reeves. Getting lost. He comes in with, with the pistols. And he's like shooting vampires in the face and jumps over that tombstone, does a flip, and then grabs a shotgun out of the air and shoots that vampire in the back. That was sweet. That's not what happens. What yeah. happens is is that Gary Oldman no, who plays Dracula no, and you're like, no. That's Gary Oldman? I'm like, Yes, that's Gary Oldman. That, like, oh, oh, that that guy, guy's a chameleon. That, that totally happened. But no, Keanu Reeves is in it, Sam. Yeah, so. I know. He's the guy standing he in between Gary Oldman doing a good job acting. No, he shot a bunch of guys in the face and did a backflip over a tombstone with a shotgun. And then yeah. Anthony is in it. Hopkins is on the other side going, I'm a better actor than you. Look at me, look at me. <laughs> and then Keanu Reeves on screen twice goes what do I do here? <laughs> this guy's doing a good job and this guy's freaking out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. <laughs> right, right. That's, what, the, that's what he that's, does in that I've, movie. I've seen that movie, yeah. yeah I know that. Uh, then he, yeah. So uh, the gals, they go to this uh, meeting. It's called Sanguine Anonymous. Uh, and uh, they meet, oh, God, Malcolm McDowell. No! <laughs> And I'm like, yay, Malcolm McDowell, because everything else has been good so far. <laughs> Wait, so which McDowell. one is that? Is that uh, Vlad the Impala? Dracula. Impala. Yeah, they call Vlad, the Impala. Vlad the Impala. <laughs> Impala. Hey. No, Imperor. In- Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I'm, the I'm Imperor? My- yes. <laughs> He's like a Miller High Life? Yeah. Don't <laughs> drive. <Time for> judgment. <laughs> Don't, friends don't let friends drive around Vlad the Impaler. In the Vlad the Impaler? He's a bartender. Don't, don't let Vlad the Impaler drive your Impala. Hey, Vato, let's go get some beers. In my Impala. I can't. I'm too impaired. Oh. Which is totally racist because <laughs> implying that all Mexicans only drive Impalas. Yeah. But a lot of the sweet low riders are Impalas. Yeah. Uh, the Impaler Jackie. Oh, yeah. Also known as Count Dracula. Yes. Also known as Count Dracula. So wouldn't Renfield so, technically be working for him? He would be no, dead. Renfield. Yeah. And Renfield this, is. They've got a new Renfield. Yeah, Renfield's like, uh, like we're gonna need another Timmy from yeah. uh, UHF. They're it, just they're familiars, Jackie. In in fact, I believe that uh, Renfield in this movie isn't really named Renfield. I think that those snarky, cute girls have just decided to ca- start calling him that because he's such an ass sucker about becoming a vampire. And they're like, just shut up, Renfield. We can't even do it anyway. Yeah, I, I think it's so cute and cute and snarky girls dehumanize a human being, Sam, and just objectify that person as their slave. Oh, that's so cute. He's, oh, you're just another Renfield, you stupid fuck. <laughs> oh, Sam, oh, the, oh, we're making jokes for you here. But he's trying to dehumanize himself by becoming a vampire, so shut up. <laughs> oh, 
God, I guess it's all fair and love and dehumanization. I can't dehumanize somebody who's trying to dehumanize themselves. Figuratively no, speaking, when he's actually trying to become a vampire. Hey, look, look, if somebody was trying to jump off a ledge, I wouldn't push them, all right? I'm just saying. Oh, I'd I try to help that them way out. they would get their full, you know, their full experience. Get out there a little further than the last guy that jumped, just so you don't land on their body and accidentally survive. How many people are jumping off of this building in this metaphor or this hypothetical <laughs> scenario? I'm Jesus. just there for moral yeah. support to push them off. And then, nope, meanwhile, can't change in the your movie, mind, no take backs. Brenfield's like, no, this does hurt my feelings. My real name is Benfield. <laughs> I started this band called Benfield 4. Totally got ripped off by this other guy. Benfield 7, the brass left. <laughs> okay, all right. So the next minute, 20 minutes of the movie, I'll, my only note is the girls do vampire girl gags for 20 minutes, and I couldn't be bothered so you guys like this movie take a run at it when they're just walking around drinking rats and talking about fashion and bitching about social media talking about uh there's, yeah. there's a lot of subtext on how bad the patriot act is through here yeah um is. it's actually that that's a running thing and also the patriot act wasn't good um i don't know they're just palling around yeah but isn't this also the time when they're falling in love, right? Like, no, 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 they haven't got that far yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, twenty minutes we get of to this know movie is just that they are exterminators at night. We already talked about that, and that um, Alicia Silverstone was in love at one point with uh, some hippie. Yeah, and she keeps talking about like, oh, back in the day, that was a. German newspaper, and bef mm -hmm. and after that, it was a meth clinic, and then after that, okay, I'm probably saying that out of order, but they, they have some nostalgic things. You just keep saying, how do you know that? And she goes, oh, yeah, the History Channel. So she's kind of giving her, her age away, but then she reveals later that she doesn't want to tell Stacy how old she really is because she wants her to think that they're similar in age. Because she still wants to have fun and she doesn't want to be weird about how old she really is. So, you but know what, ladies? Know Even vampires. when you're eternal, you're sitting there worried about how old you are. Yeah, but they're both... They know each other's vampires and they both know that when you're turned into a vampire, you're locked in at that age. So it doesn't matter how much she's actually lived. Her maturity level is the same as Stacy's no matter what. It doesn't make sense. Well, She's your you, buddy. Tell her the truth. You will evolve as a human or as a vampire being emotionally and mentally, but you're just not physically aging. And she has. Yeah. She can't suffer. She's really done suffering idiots. She's bonered 150 years worth of fuckboys, and she's had enough. Yep. That's, that's a good point. But Stacy has as well. I don't know. Stacy anyway, hasn't. She's she's well, forty. She's about she's, to. She's about to. If I know anything from the internet, forty-year-old women love fuckboys. <laughs> I've seen it in action. Oh, really? <laughs> Every fucking porn site, Jackie. Come on. I don't go to porn sites. I wouldn't know. Okay. Justin has Let's... me on parental locks and won't let me on. Yeah, I do. <laughs> The only way I can watch it is to 4chan somehow. 
is to let him get super drunk and then sneak into his room and try to guess his password, which I have un I'm unable to do at this point. So, you know, I've been without porn now for 15 years. Yeah, Jackie only has uh, an hour and a half of screen time every day. Uh, that I have to use for work. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. All right, eventually Stacy meets the son of the son of the son of the son of some descendant of Stan Van Helsing or whatever the fuck real Van Helsing's first name is. Gary Van Helsing. Uh, and uh, they're in art class together, and she's charmed by him, and he's charmed by her. And so that's going pretty good. Oh, but it was funny then, because he looks at her like, yeah, nice tits. And she looks at him like, yeah, nice vein in your neck. And her teeth come out. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at her, and she's got her pin in her mouth. And then she's like, uh-oh. She turns away. And then uh, he's like, oh, what the hell did I just see? And then she's like, hey, look, normal teeth. Mm-hmm. Well, Goody, meanwhile, and he's like, sees- I'm oh. family material, and he tells a dad joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Goody sees her 1960 lover, uh, lover from the 1960s, and oh, God, Richard Lewis, no! Damn it. Why? Because I like Richard Lewis. So do I, and I've liked everything up to this point, so I'm like, yeah, hey, Richard like- Lewis! I like- yeah, I was excited to see him, too, Sam. And you know what? He did a good job in his role in this movie. I was not this disappointed. Is, this is like where Richard Lewis is starting to go downhill and he had no idea why. And there's a series of freak injuries that caused the his physicians to not know what's going on with him. But he got Parkinson's. He, he has mm-hmm. Parkinson's. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't know that because it was like he got hit by a motorcycle. He fell off his fucking roof. So he's mm-hmm. always got this like serious injury. He looks like hell. Nobody knows what's going on. He's like, I look like hell because I fell off my roof. You're also like, why were you on your roof? Hanging Christmas lights, Sam. Why was he on his roof? Cleaning out gutters. Because he's that guy. He's like, Saving no, I'm going to pay somebody to get on my roof or whatever. I'm Richard Lewis. I'll fall off the damn thing myself. Yeah, he doesn't have that much money. Uh, no, I, I don't like seeing Richard Lewis in this movie because I hate this movie and I like all these actors, Sam, if you're not getting that yet by my groaning about who's in this movie because they fucking deserve better. Um, I say yay to them for their good choice in being in this feel-good hit. I yeah, agree, yeah, Sam. Big paycheck. I, big paycheck. I mean, this movie, honestly, when I picked it, I, you know, I read the snippet that's on the interwebs. And I only saw Alicia Silverstone and Kidder, or Stacy. I and like I, the Kidder, Kidder the Knitter. Kidder to the Knitter. <laughs> and I recognized both of them, and then I read like a little bit of the subpart. I actually read it this time. I didn't just look at the picture. And I was like, oh my God, this is so right up my alley. I'm doing it. And then as we were watching it, all these people kept coming in to the story that I actually recognized. I'm like, this thing is packed with like hit stars. Like, how could this not have a better score? I think people are just dumb. Because it stinks. Um, All right, so she hides from him because she's a vampire. She looks the same as she did in the 1960s. And uh, also, wait, 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 wait. 1960s, this movie came out in 2012. It's just when it takes place. That means Richard Lewis characters 70 to 80 years old. That doesn't freaking work. Come on. Maybe he was a very young activist. Okay, say he's 20 and Vietnam starts in 64? 
late, okay, mid to late 60s, uh, and what, uh, 50 years from that point to this movie there, give or take, he's 70 years old, Jackie. Richard Lewis, in this movie, his character at minimum has to be 70 years old. That's mean, dude. Not cool. I don't think that, I think that there are a lot of 70 year olds that still look good for their age. My grandma is uh, eighty something, and she still looks fairly decent. No, she doesn't. She looks like a, she's a little midget of a person. Not the, the negatory. Oops, I shouldn't say that. Uh, the, she's a, yeah, she's, she's a, a very short, little, very old tiny person with blue hair. He could be sixty. She doesn't have blue hair. She's got black hair. Si- she dies. Sixty at, would I be fine. I swear to God, she just got shoe polish at this point. Uh, look, she yeah, looks great. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, your grandma looks old as hell. Richard <laughs> Lewis does not look old as hell. And he looks about 60, and the protests were in 69. 50 to 60. Okay, so it 69. Doesn't check out for so it does, 69. That's what I'm saying. It. Mid-60s. They didn't start protesting at the beginning of the war. Everybody yes, they was did. in. No, they no, didn't. they didn't. That's horseshit. The fucking that France started that war, by the way. If you and fucking read about says, it. She even says that all throughout the 60s, this is what I was doing. And at the very end. She met. At the very he shows end. Up. Just doesn't the math doesn't line up. Okay, so, well, whatever. I mean, go ahead, movie, uh, go ahead and poo poo a, a feel good yeah, movie yeah, with the calculator, yeah. you heartless yeah. bastard. She, she, he should have been like a disco guy. <laughs> Give it another ten years, and then I fell in love with this man from Studio Fifty Four. Boo 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 doo doo, boo boo boo, and he's dressed like like a shitty David Bowie, but like like half. With him as David Bowie, the other half is Mick Jagger. Like, that was his shtick in how to get into Studio 54. Look, I'm both. <laughs> so one side is just like a skeleton with a crack yeah, problem, yeah. and the yeah. other half looks pretty good. And and he has to do the chicken walk on one side, and then, like, the Ziggy Stardust on the other side. That's that's It's both personas at the same time, Jackie. I would that's pay money. That's the only way I, to get if, into if, Studio 54. If there was a street worker that was doing that act, I would throw 20 bucks in their guitar case. I'm not going to lie. That'd be pretty rad. Or, or if you were a vampire, fall in love with him. See? That is a better plot line to me. I'm just saying. No. Would have worked better, and I might have liked this movie. With that. With that. Just that one small change. See, if I was a producer, I'd get my hands in these movies and fix things, Sam. You'd make them, you'd make a, a real hard R into a PG-13, fix that right up. Yeah, yeah. See, I'd put on a tie, I'd I'd comb my hair, fairly professional, but with just a little flare in the front, you know, maybe some uh, tips, you know, is that what they're called? Where you, you think yeah. Hollywood guys still have the tips, you know? They go to a haircut place called Just the Tips. Yeah, just the tip. Oh, because you know what they're doing. Yeah. They're like, they're touching yeah, tips. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was implying that they were like, uh, you know, sexually harassing the uh, beauticians there. They go to one of those like hot chick places. And that, yeah, they do. They grab asses, they sexual harass the shit out of people until they're alone. Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to like touch tips together? Sure. Yeah. And then I go and rewrite this movie. And it would have made at least twice what it did in the theaters. $6,000. $6,000. Payola. All by my hand. <laughs> Apparently it released in Asia and made like 90 in the same amount. Like It's per screen average must have been great. Yeah. Okay. For a week to make $100,000. Then why, did, why didn't it go to more? Why didn't they put it in more theaters? Because Anchor Bay bought it and they don't have that. Huh. Because a bunch of people got the rights 
to fucking movies that weren't the main studios and they didn't know what they were fucking doing. Okay. That's why. And they ruined people's careers and they did a lot of blow and there was probably hookers. They yep. were so bad at this. Most of them were probably wearing like those flaming bowling shirts and not mm-hmm. even uh, ties. Right. They're, but they're so they're like dressing down. Or, they didn't know or how to dress up. They didn't know how to make were. movies. They didn't know how to do anything. You're talking about so guys like actual life. the Girls Gone Wild guy all of a sudden has oh, pull. Oh, yeah. You're talking right. about people that made uh, not even mainstream reality TV shows were getting in on the act that they shouldn't have been in on because those stupid fucking shows made so much money on such little effort. Why would you do it the right way? It's sort of like video games now. Why would you make a good video game when you can make something stupid that just pays over and over again with microtransactions? And then Sam shouted at the sky. <laughs> Stop being blue! <laughs> that was about the most old man rant you've ever given I Sam. think it works here because she's old lady ranting about technology and everything throughout the whole movie, and I didn't even mind it. I thought it was great. Because she makes valid points about Facebook and, like, because she's like, oh, this is really so annoying. Why do I have to learn all this? But then, like, on the peripheral character will mention, oh, by the way, that's the government just watching you. Yeah, yeah, right. uh... All this stuff is really just a way to make ads and surveillance. But you love it. What would be great? I, I would actually like it if this movie, in its exact current form, wasn't rewritten, wasn't rechanged, anything, was released today with all these same, like, messages that they're giving. And, like, the guys that made all the false reviews, the Ben Shapiro's of the world, that are like, oh, Barbie's just fucking woke anti-manness bullshit. And then they see this, and they're like, wait, this is woke fucking anti-man war. Wait, wait, they're complaining about the government watching us no wait hold on a second this is exactly what i'm talking about but they're women i hate this i hate it oh my god i'm a misogynist they wouldn't because they see christian ritter and alicia silverstone dancing around they're like they have cracked the barrier of my misogyny i love them i don't know what it is they're just great not a chance no not a chance you know, fucking Aaron Paul. Not Aaron Paul. God, I'm oh, sorry, Aaron uh, Paul. Paul. Whoa. Whoa. What's his? Lo- Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah. What's uh, the... Ben Shapiro fucking jerk each other off in the bathrooms. They foot tap underneath the stall. Not that the there's stall. anything wrong with that. They foot tap underneath the stall, though, so it's consensual. Get a hotel room. Yeah, get a hotel room and bang each other, Ben Shapiro and Logan Paul. Take a bath together, you bottles. Um, all right, so... Uh, Peggy, uh, good, goody, uh, Bertha, whatever. Goody. Uh, her, she sees him and they see her and, uh, he, she's like, uh, yeah, that's not me. I'm her daughter. She died. Sorry. And he's like, oh, bummer. The love <laughs> of my life died except for my wife. And he's I like, have. oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What's your name? And she's like, goody <laughs> too. Shoes. <laughs> The second. <laughs> well, nice to meet you, Goody Two Shoes. The second. <laughs> I knew your mother, Goody Two Shoes. The first. 
<laughs> the elder, as I like to call her. <laughs> yeah, Goody the elder and Goody the younger. <laughs> so, um, uh, Joey Van Helsing, that's Stacy's boyfriend. Uh, her dad is uh, Wallace Shawn. He's a Homeland Security guy and also Vampire Hunter, obviously. And uh, he's on to her. Like, they, she comes over for... Uh, to say hi and he's like oh she's a little pasty and uh no they they walk in on them night or during the day they walk in on them as they're finishing their date and i think that they're gonna Mm -hmm. you know young van helsing is gonna try to get stacy up to his room right Mm -hmm. and then they're smooching by the door and things are starting to happen and then dad walks in and he's like oh no where's my trapper keeper i gotta hunt my boner okay what does that have to do with her and her being a vampire? Well, then she has to get introduced. And she's right. got cold hands. Yeah. She's very pasty. It's a good thing you corrected me and when I said, yeah, he's works, on her because she's pasty. And she only works at night. And day. I implied all that. Jesus. I think that okay. the implicit Thank you. I thing mean, here. There, there's no reason to really call me Jesus, but, you know, <laughs> I could take a compliment when it's thrown my way. I think the implicit thing being missed here is that he's like, I'm a lot older than you think, and I live at my parents, and it works mm. because she's like, I'm a fucking vampire, so you could live at your your grandma could share a fucking bunk bed with you. True. And it, I, that that's why I liked it, but whatever. Okay, because he's 25 uh, and he lives at home. That's true. Yeah, he does. Uh, there the parents. Uh, one of them being what's her name from Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, which, you know, this seems like, I'm Kristen not going to be Johnson. like, oh, no, for her, because you know, what else was she going to get roles? What was uh, her name again, Sam? Kristen Johnson. Yeah, Where Kristen I'm Johnson. on the opposite side of that. I'm like, oh, Kristen Johnson, that's too bad. Everybody else has been a real appointment up until now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her whole character was supposed to be like she was in cahoots with Van Helsing and she knew what was going on and she was part of the team. Right. But and then, then she gone. just doesn't really sell it past that like well she's not past, in the movie yes she is she's at the dinner she's in one other yeah. scene she's Jackie, in one other scene she's not part she of the movie she doesn't do her well against the vampire so it's kind of oh. like uh okay yep you're not a you anyways anyways they're on to her and they're gonna invite her over for dinner to find out for sure and expose her vampirism to their son uh and so uh, the Van Helsing he goes out and kills a bunch of vampires, and they suck. They suck at vampiring. Like yeah, they're shitty. Most of the vampires are shitty already. Yeah, but are, like later they have super strength, and like some of them don't. And like Wallace Shawn can fight them. It the kind of seems like the stems f- have really good power, but the other mm. ones are kind of and eh, not as great. Also, the only formidable vampire, the only real vampire in this movie is is Cicero Sigourney Weaver. All the other ones are just silly vampires, and it's what fun. What about Vlad? What about Vlad? He's making caramel apples in a scene. True. And True. He, yeah. he takes to knitting because he can stab the ball of yarn. Yeah. Harmlessly. But I got a question. Right. The, the guy that was like the head counselor of the not drinking human blood guy was that the same guy that was the producer in glow fucking mark maron that is not Jesus mark maron christ oh my god 
That was not the same guy, the old guy from... No, no. it's not Mark Marin. Oh. oh, I thought for sure that was the same guy. Oh, boy. Mark Marin. Man. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> good thing good thing you're way above our pay grade, Mark Marin, because you would be not, not happy right now. Not the rich kid. Uh, Jackie, Mark Marin. Look him up. Kind of a big deal. Kind anyway, of a big deal. We're moving on from your... Was this the guy? Uh, meanwhile, Stacy, she's putting on spray paint so that she's not quite so pasty so that she can go to uh, the dinner, and she instantly dies because you can't do that. But she's already dead, so it doesn't matter. So uh, the they, dinner disguise, it fails. They know she's a vampire, and uh, she even uses her uh, telepathic powers on uh, the mom, Kristen Johnson, and she's uh, charmed, but then she tries it on Van Helsing, and Van Helsing's just staring at her like, uh, who's that guy in Star Wars where you can't use, oh, Guado. She guados yeah. him. He guados like, her. Yeah. And then he finally uh, was like, okay, you've got my idiot kid fooled. What's your real intention? What are you going to do to him? And like, are you going to bleed him dry or something? And she's like, well, no more than any other girl. Da, 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 da. And I'm like. Cornball jokes. That Valley Girl thing works for both of them all the way through. I don't care what you say. All right. Goody goes to uh, Danny, who is Richard Lewis's character. Uh, and uh, they're hanging out. And uh, the record store gets robbed. And there's this guy who's like, ah, I can't handle robbery. And he has a stroke there. And so she uses her vampire powers to run and charm the gunman into not being a gunman. And then she bites the stroke guy in the chest and revives him by spitting her blood into him that has a blood thinner. Yep. Anticoagulant. That's how the vampires drink the blood so fast. Yeah. So that guy doesn't have a stroke anymore. It's kind of like chewing up an aspirin. Only faster. Okay. Anyway, science I aside. I liked it. Science aside, because I'm not real sure about this. Um, See, I think you're, you're like worrying about the wrong part. You're not worrying about the part where she's like, I'm going to use my vampire superpowers. And she's like, stop that you, stop that you. Okay, everybody's good. Bye. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Damn it, I can't believe you liked this. It's so weird. Um, uh, but she doesn't charm Danny. Danny sees the whole thing. Danny realizes that she's not goody two shoes. The junior... Uh, she's Goody Two Shoes the first, and then she was an immortal, ever living vampire who never aged. Yeah, and she's she like, says in the scene, "I could have hypnotized you, but I just want you to know the truth because I love you." He's like, "Oh, so that's why you ran out on me in seventy, which means I'm really old." And then she says, "Yes, I loved you so much, and I knew you were such a wonderful person." that I needed to give you to the world and not keep you for myself. It's very wonderful. Which it's a great scene. So wonderful. <laughs> it is. It's one. That's it's a wonderful heart, thing. Heartwarming. It is heartwarming. That is a, <laughs> that is a poignant thought about love that is delivered masterfully. <laughs> Hilarious. 
He's a sensitive soul. Uh, all right. So Stacy and Jack or Joey, they pork and she reveals that she's a vampire by being late to work and crab walking down the side of the building. She could have taken the, you know, the elevator or something and kept it secret, but she didn't. She wanted him to know, I assume, but it looks fucking terrible. Looks terrible. Yeah. That's uh, so bad. And she's not trying to go to work. She's trying to beat the dawn. The birds start singing. She knows she's got to get back to her coffin. Oh, yeah. True. She could just hang out in the closet. I no, they come need their back dirt. in 10 hours. Oh, yeah. They need dirt. Why do they need dirt? Because it's from uh, their they hometown. mentioned it. That makes them more One comfortable. One at a time. Jackie, why do they need dirt? I think it makes them more comfortable because she complains about having um, slept on the same old dirt and her back is starting to hurt. Yeah, but why do they need dirt to start? Not new dirt. I didn't ask about new dirt. I said dirt in general. Because it's nice on your butt crack. <laughs> okay. That point aside as well, I mean, that. but that's that's not vampire relevant, Jackie. That's for everybody. Sam, why do they need dirt? They, sh- they said so, but it wasn't something that I found deemed important enough to remember. Okay. Just they kept going back to the dirt thing. There's like, for her birthday later, they give her a dirt cake. And she takes the dirt and throws it in her coffin. It's like dirt is this thing, like Sigourney Weaver's bagging up dirt. But it's so like the movie is telling us that, hey, this dirt shit's funny, but we're not going to fucking tell you why. So, yeah, what a great movie, said me. Anyways, so uh, he gets over it, uh, Joey, because he's like, oh, she's a vampire. My parents were right. And she's like, yeah, well, I did your homework for you. Yep. It's like, oh, oh, okay. I did two of your homeworks even better. Oh. Yep. Be still my beating heart. She's like, Plagiarism. no, really, I've taken this class like 10 times. We're good. Yeah, no, I get her ability to write his homework. That's not what I'm questioning, Jackie. It's that he's like, fuck, I'll date a vampire if she can plagiarize for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know cool. if I would. I mean, there's plagiarism checks in those systems now. I mean, she could just be writing the same shit she wrote 15 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'd be taking your chances, really. It's she's not just not idea, plagiarizing herself. She's also a vampire. Anyways, montage. They have a dating, being kind of sort of in love montage. They're in love. Goody's fucked because the love of her life is married to a woman with deathly cancer, uh, and he loves her very much. I think he loves both of them, and I think that that's not unreasonable. I think he's nostalgic for her and confused, but he obviously actually loves his wife. Yeah, she is his number one priority by far. I'm not saying that, but I do think that there's that nostalgic. I, As you get older, like when I was a young man, this is who I was. <clears throat> there also seems to be a genuine level of like after the conversation where she's like, I love you so much. I'd let the world have you rather than keep you for myself where he's not really exhibiting like I'm in love with you. So I'm thinking that he was actually just genuinely. He just wanted to know why he, mm, he just yeah. always wanted to know why. And then she told him, and he's like, oh, how about that? Mm-hmm. I got to yeah. go back to my wife. She's dying. And, you know, I so- the, for that character, I mean, he. He was never unfaithful to his wife. He was always all about her. Like, and even um, Alicia Silverstone's character went to the hospital to bring her her favorite things. And she understood that she was not ever going to be his wife or a replacement for the wife. And I kind of thought that they did that very tactfully and very respectfully. 
<laughs> and, you know, uh, he has a lifetime with this person, and you knew him for a year. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so Sanguine Anonymous, they meet up, and there's been some mention of this beforehand, but it didn't really seem like it was going to be plot important, but it certainly it kind of is. They've been getting subpoenas for tax stuff, and uh, jury Stacey duty has been getting jury duty notices because at one time she registered before she was a vampire. Um, because she voted for Dukakis. I thought that was right. funny. Yeah, and then <laughs> when she says that, Elise Silverstone's like, you voted for Dukakis? <laughs> it's like, and I then gives her a the history. Vietnam War and I didn't like that guy. <laughs> yeah, and then she gives like a whole like, you do understand that his politics and she gives her like a little mini history lesson. She's like, how do you know that? She's like, history channel. Um, yeah, so they're, they're screwed. They don't know what to do because anything that happens during the day with the IRS or the government is going to be during the day. They can't go have these meetings or fill the, you know, do this summons. They can't appear before the court. Um, so they got to come up with a plan. Well, they pull in, uh, uh, Richard Lewis, cause he is an ACLU attorney, uh, and one of the Renfields, the, well, the only Renfield actual Renfield. Movie. Yeah, he is a CPA. So they hatched this plan. Oh, wait, there's a solar eclipse coming. Let's reschedule all this during that solar eclipse. And so they can get it all done. Nothing I can do. Total eclipse of bureaucracy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that that movie's about vampires? Or that movie, that song's about vampires in love? Literally. So that was a good call out, Sam. Yep. Uh, so they do, and they go in and they hypnotize the IRS into deleting all their folders and their records and their hard drives about these people, and it works. And then they go and have a party. It's a pretty lame party, but they're having a good time, so I'm down with it. Yeah. Yep, totally. But, Sirius, Sirius, she summons them. Uh, to, to that aforementioned uh, Chinese restaurant where she's had a buffet of people, of, of patrons. People. <laughs> and she's like, I don't, I thought it was, I thought it was falling flat, but she brought it back. So we should Just probably kind of, back up. Did you, did we, remind me, did we already talk about the fact that she's leaving the country to go chase down this Spanish uh, musician superstar that she wasn't going to hypnotize that he was going to fall in love with her naturally. That I loved this joke too because she called him Diego Bardem and it was Gail Garcia Bernal and it was like oh that's so funny because everybody was like yay Diego Luna yay Javier Bardem and nobody watched Motorcycle Diaries with Gail Garcia Bernal so it was funny to me mm. <laughs> So she so she leaves town to go get this guy. <laughs> and then when she summons them, right, you, you see the newspaper stand there, and it's got a picture of him, and he's missing. Yeah. So it's like, uh-oh, something didn't go right. And they're like, oh, my God, where is she? 58th Street? Something out of China. Like, she's the worst communicator ever. Yeah. I'm on 58th Street. Just look for all the dead bodies. Oh, my God. Well, there's one survivor. The girls take him to the hospital. And uh, they can't deal with this shit anymore. They're going to quit working for Sir Sir Fuss. Uh, so they find out that Stacy's pregnant. 
because she's been thrown up and that's the only way that it could work. And so if it's no big deal if she doesn't want to keep the baby, though, because it'll just naturally pass because she's a vampire and she's got a week. But in order to keep the baby, she's got to become human again. And the only way that she can do that is to kill her handler, Sisyphus. Her stem. Her Her science. Sisyphus. Her science. Her science, technology. Engineering and math. Engineering math. Yeah, that's who she's got to (laughs) kill. So she's a Republican? Yeah. (laughs) Keep America stupid. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Goody, she gets uh, Justin Kirk, Vadim, to uh, bite Danny's wife. To She's like, we're going to do this. I need to do this first. So you save Danny's wife. And so he goes in there and he bites her up. And then she bites him back in all sexy style. And this oh was my hilarious. God, it's Meryl Eddie and her. No. Yeah, this is great. This whole scene. Like, he's awesome in this. They do the camera. They have the set jig where they're spinning the whole room. I loved it. And then you're like watching it and you're like, this is completely ridiculous. And it's going on for a while until Alicia Silverstone pounds on the door and you're like, it doesn't take that long, goddammit. Stop <laughs> fucking great. around in there. <laughs> Which is totally hilarious. And then he comes out and he's got all these scratches on his chest. He covers up his shirt and he's like, or he covers up his chest with his shirt like some kind of modest man. And he's like, so you guys going to stay together or how are things been lately? And she's like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, oh, okay, just checking. Well, I don't know about you guys, but did you see Mary Lou Henner in 2012? Hello. Andrew Lewis is doing all right. Oh, they yeah. made her uh, night. I have never seen anyone look as sexy as she did in one of those medical nightshirt things that they give you to wear at the hospital. She was looking hot. <laughs> it was all on display. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, then she gets Van Helsing to help kill Cicerus. Uh, she tells them the whole thing, and he's like, oh, okay, you guys actually seem like you're all right people. Um, let's go kill this terrible vampire. It's, again, where you're, it was such a really good little monologue she gave about, like, how she became a vampire mostly through selfish selflessness, not selfishness, that she was really just trying to save her kids. Yeah. And it's a great scene. And then it was funny because uh, Van Helsing was like, did you get that? <laughs> like right after she fill- finishes pouring out her heart, heart wrenching story. And he's like, did you get that to the secretary? Right. That claims to have mm. uh, spiritual vampirism. And she's like, yeah, I got it. And she prints off a family tree and gives it to her like instant, almost instantly. Right. As they're leaving. And so he gives her the rundown about how her descendants have come up through the years and he was like this one's a degenerative drug addict that's in jail it's like oh but look at this four doctors one supreme court lady he's like not all bad i think you saved your kids for a good cause yep high fives so they find sisyphus she's uh her uh, her thing is that she's been staying in grant's tomb because apparently new yorkers don't ever go to grant's tomb i didn't know that 
No, that was a knock on modern society becoming dumber because in the scene it shows when uh, Groucho Marx on the game show would give a gimme answer to somebody who doesn't think was going to win anything, you'd ask him mm-hmm. the location of Grant's tomb, right. and then nobody knows that. No. Because uh, no, it's they're who's all buried idiots. in Grant's tomb, you ignorant fuck. Oh. It's who's buried in Grant's tomb. That's but, the Groucho Marx bit. And then she turns to them and says, have you ever been to Grant's tomb? Have you ever? And I think it's that she's saying New Yorkers don't go to Grant. In fact, I think she even said that. I think I thought it that was- she's upset that they don't know where it is and they, that's an implicit, again, with all of the implicit meanings in this movie that modern society is becoming dumber. No, in fact- Sigourney Weaver says, my tomb is in somewhere that New Yorkers never go to. Yes. Right. And that, all people in this never scene, go to. Alicia Groucho Silverstone's Marks. character goes, fuck, you people are getting dumber, yeah. is what I'm okay. saying. Yeah, because fine, they, fine. one, they don't recognize Groucho Marx. And then two, they're like, where is Grant's tomb? And they're like, New Jersey, New York. And everybody's kind of like, I don't know. And she's like, that's where it is. And then they all run out to go get her. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's where she's at. And uh, they find her biting up a dentist. And they shoot her. And they fight. But wait, uh, can we just say that she's wearing General Grant's outfit? Like right down to his shoes? Yeah. Yeah. To go out and pick up on some dude? I'm like, oh, what's this? Hey, Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> you in a Lonely Heart uh, Club band? Yeah. Uh, so she, uh, uh, Joey comes in, he chops her head off, and they're like, hey, where you been? But they throw it back in the tomb, in with Grant's body, and then she sticks her head on Grant's skeleton and comes to life, and it looks fucking terrible. Looks terrible. Yeah. Really bad. And she's singing songs and trying to swipe people, and then they're like, well, you're a skeleton, so I'll just throw a rock at you, and that'll be the end of that. Yeah. They just kind of bonk her, and she falls apart, and it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> and toss her back in there. It's funny. Meanwhile, so she's dead, her, I guess. her body trips over the guy who's either knocked out or dead off to the side and kind of just falls onto the stairs leading out to the tomb, outside of the tomb. And it's like, and they're all like pushing her head in and everything. And then the body trips and falls. And I, I totally lost it. I thought that was so funny. So Stacy, she turns 40 using this in quotes because she still looks like she's fucking Kristen Ritter from now. Yeah. They kind of did a little, your butt's not as great. Your hips are a little narrower. Your tummy's a little bigger. And then he's like. You're 40? And she's like, yeah, but I've never drank or smoked or been in the sun. But I'm... And yep. she probably would look pretty good. <laughs> and then Goody turns 180. because She's from the 1800s. But she looks like she's about 60. No, she's going to age faster. That's what Dracula says. It, it's going to catch up to you real quick, but you're going to have a minute. You'll have a minute. She's got about an hour. Yeah, so she's like, I want to go where the action is. And so she goes to downtown New York. Hold on, hold on. This age thing. Shouldn't Stacy slowly age then too instead of instantly becoming 40? She barely ages at all because she doesn't drink and smoke or be in the sun. Just get past that part. Yeah, Get past the science of this. Here are the words and the meanings. 
Yeah. <laughs> Comparatively, she only has to so. age 20 years, whereas Alicia Silverstone's character has to age like 180 years. So she's got a, she's a, she's finished. She's done. She hits her point. But Alicia Silverstone still has enough time to go out and see the square in New York. What is that called? Yeah. Times Square. There we go. That Who's place. getting stupider, Sam? Oy, oy, oy. Uh, so she sees a bunch of old footage of Times Square throughout the years and remember, oh, I was there. Oh. No, that's and her memories, dumb shit. Yeah, but it's old footage of Times Square, Jackie. They didn't go into her brain and pull it out and show it to us. It's stock goddamn footage. There's photographs uh, and stuff, too. One of them implies yeah. she dated Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so then she sees her family and she's all happy. And then she turns to dust and she floats off into the air and lands on and some guy's shoulders. I don't know who that is. The statue. So the, it's a big, he's a musician Broadway. Um, and they play one of the songs that he wrote, um, as she's sparkling down upon him. Hmm. Because she loved Broadway. Loved it. Cabaret! She uh, liked it when it, it wasn't shitty. Yeah. Which was 100 years when? ago. <laughs> uh, Cats was still playing then, though, Sam. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. August running. Probably August running Broadway for play. the talkies kind of a thing. <laughs> when it was the best so then, show you could see. Maybe, I don't think you guys know what jokes are. No, it wasn't. It, Cats wasn't oh, playing. Oh no, I'm years. accusing no, you. You're kidding, the one Jackie. that says that you don't like this movie, so you are the one who does not like jokes. <laughs> Goddamn ass. Uh, okay, you guys are going to get some hate mail uh, from the listeners on this one. Uh, at the end of the road, they name uh, Stacy and uh, Joey. They name their child Goody, and she is a vampire. Which they say oh. like one year later, right? Or did they just say later? Nah, she's I like don't four. Think they said later at all. Yeah. So it's like yeah, four just, years later. Credits just but came I, on. I, I swear to God, it said one year later, and she's already like no, four or five. No, so no. is she aging progressively faster to get to adulthood for vampirism That's, for survival? It did not say one year later, Jackie. It said nothing. The credits came on yeah. and it showed the people that there was oh. no one year later. Okay. And you're worried about how she's aging, and I'm worried about like, ooh, the sequel is actually a valley girl vampire hunter. Daywalker, bitchin', yeah. In the future, cyberpunk, Valley Girl, daywalking vampire, vampire hunter. <laughs> I am in. And freaking Michael McDowell's there again, of course, because but now he's reverted yeah. and he's running his giant corporation. No, no, he's not. He's still good. They're still good. She's doing violence for good. And he just like still runs the caramel apple stand. <laughs> but it's a cyberpunk caramel cyber- apple stand. He's running. It's people a giant corporation. People aren't into it, but he's still doing it, right? Every <laughs> once in a while, people remember they like it. But for the most part, people don't like those now. True. There's a bunch of razor blades in them. All right. Uh, that's the end of the movie. Who wants to ask questions first? I am not going to be one of those people. Sam or Jackie. How many more of these would it take to fill my heart all the way up? Zero. This one did it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I agree with you. I I felt really good after watching this movie. It just was so, like, feel good. And I don't know. I just really, I really liked it. 
It was happy all the way through. It wasn't even at the end. I was just like, I'm looking at who's in it. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm looking at the circumstances to which it was made. Um, I'm already in the beginning going, there's not going to be any chance that they're going to try to pull visual effects. It's going to suck. I was like sad because I know how much, I mean, I'm such a huge fan of the movie Clueless, but this thing starts going and I just like start smiling and I'm like, sure, it's low budget version of it, but it's all the same joy that I was given. Like I can watch them in conjunction. Now, if I'm sad, I can watch these two movies together and be happier. I agree. I have an empty pit inside of my stomach where my heart should be. Yeah. You're- it is black. <laughs> it's black inside me and I feel nothing. <laughs> okay. Jackie, you have a question? Would either of you have given up immortality to have a baby? So it's kind of a hard question because if you ask somebody that doesn't have a kid, they'd be like, oh, that'd be stupid. But if you ask somebody that does have a kid, you're like, well, after you have one, that's kind of the whole thing is you give your life for them so that they can go on because that's what it is. Yeah, but I'm at my limit. Like, I'm good. I'm good on the one. Like to make but it you could 60 always... <laughs> would be nice. I mean, as a vampire, nice. though, you can always adopt another kid. That's right. That's right. There's lots of kids that out, out there. You need home. a home that you uh, can scare the only living shit out of when you're like, look, I will fucking snap your neck like this guy. Don't do that again. Hmm. Wow. It's a non-progressive parental take, Jackie. Um, okay. I mean, if you were a vampire. I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, I'm not snapping anybody's necks as a mortal. I'm gonna, if 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 I can eat rats or whatever, just like steak, can I just drink steak blood? Because I mean, I eat a bloody goddamn steak. If I can eat rats, I could probably just keep eating steak. You live just, forever. If you wanted, they have to bleed them out, right? The cows. Yeah, bummer. So bummer. Just, you'd have gallons blood. of this shit. Uh, yeah, I'll find blood someplace. It's easy. If I if that's if I'm vampire rules of this movie, uh, I'm pretty good with. Yeah, I yeah. Sorry, I'm doing it. I I I like to pretend I'm oh all, super altruistic. But dude, if it's somebody, it's not you know. I'm a big fan of uh, women having the freedom to choose. Just go ahead and say that. And if you get to make that choice, that's your choice. And my choice is yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna do more good for the world than another fucking shitty kid on the planet. Yeah. I have another vampire-related question, then. How long do you think you'd make it before you got bored and decided to do something extremely selfless to kill yourself and then... Count? Okay, so there's there's the Groundhog Day scenario. There's the Groundhog Day scenario uh, is what you're implying, Sam. He does try to do all that. Because I watched a, a documentary recently about Groundhog Day, and uh, the producers uh, claim that... Uh, He's only the, the the sequence of Groundhog Day only takes place over like a month, but both Bill Murray and the Harold Ramis say that no, no, he's in there for a fucking long ass time. Yeah, like years and years, years and years, and maybe even years and years on top of those years. Um, That's so there's different like, entirely because that would be maddening. Well, yeah, but but you only have so much to do. One of the things that he does is he gets really fucking good at everything. 
So you can say, like, well, I'll just become, like, the best violinist of all time. I've got all the fucking time in the world to do it. But really, you have a lot of time right now. If you really wanted to do something really awesome with your life, you could do it. And I still choose to just fucking eat, sit on, eat chips and watch bad movies on the couch. Uh, so, yeah, I'd probably get pretty bored of it. But, you know, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I- let's give it a go. I would say that I'd probably make it longer than most people because I'm very patient, but I, you know, I'd feel after, you know, five to 15,000 years, I'd be like, yeah, I need to do something else. Steal a spaceship? What if you stole a spaceship? If I stole a spaceship, I mean, at that point, there's lots to do, right? Actually, you don't even need to you steal need to a spaceship. Steal I would be like, after about 5,000 years, even if space. you were, even if you were like Donald Trump shitty at stuff, after 5,000 years, you'd still be rich again. Because it's yeah. not actually worth a goddamn dime as it's turning out. Well, you know, I think for me, I would probably turn into a vigilante so I could feel like I was contributing to a society. And I'd probably start out with murder. low So you'd make it about six years. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'd get And killed. then I'd just fucking start killing people. Okay. Uh, okay. I would uh-huh. be bored, but it would be like, look, I'm looking into your soul because vampires can do that. And there's not a fucking redeeming quality about you. You're gone. The world is better off without you. Yeah, there's. You're just quoting that episode of Black Mirror that we just watched, dude. Come on. As a vampire, you can look into people's souls. No, you you can't. You're playing by the rules of this movie. Jesus. Okay, then I wouldn't know, and so I'd probably just be like. But if I could, I'd kill a bunch of motherfuckers. That's what I would do. I'd start by eliminating like half of the population, said Jackie. Oh, my God. Do I still have to sleep at night next to her? Like, is that something that we can work on? Only if you don't want to live. Yeah, because this this is not a good situation for me. I don't feel safe in my own home sometimes. Like, when when do I cry for help? (laughs) Fucking... You are a thing of nightmares. Uh, anybody else? That was a good question, though, Sam. I appreciate that one. Get You get two stars. Okay. And one gets taken away for liking this movie. <laughs> okay, final recommendation. No, I've got I'm a question. I'm going to go for... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Who is your favorite Psychopath. vampire? So I'm going to choose somebody that's not Alicia Silverstone or Kristen or Goody and Stacy are disqualified from this because I can't pick between them because I liked them both too much. So I will pick a peripheral vampire and I will choose Malcolm McDowell as Dracula. He was a lot of fun. I heard watching him. Um, I guess I'll go. I really don't like Justin Kirk very much as, as an actor. Like, I think he's just kind of annoying and like single singularly sticky. Um, but he was probably the best uh, the the role that he was given in this movie. Kind of a scummy guy. I loved his line when they were doing the accountants, like, oh, we have an accountant. And he was just like, I've already got a guy. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jackie, I, go ahead. I will do Vadir too. I, I thought he was really Vadim. good. Vadim. Vadim. Uh, final recommendations. I'm going to go first so you guys can jerk each other off on this one. It's a don't from me. I don't think there's anybody other than Sam in this listening audience that's going to like this movie. And I'm going to give two movies that I think I actually do like that are have been dues that I just thought were better and, and tighter and not just 
groan-inducing jokes. I thought this was just groan-inducing. Um, girls just want to have fun. I'm not being like, oh, girls' movies are stupid. No, girls just want to have fun was a great movie. Stupid premise, uh, but fun throughout the entire time. Uh, and then not a stinger badness movie, a classic movie of this vein that this thing falls very short of, but tries to attempt to be. Romeo and Michelle's goddamn fucking high school reunion is a masterpiece, and this ain't it. And I don't like it, and I want nothing to do with it. Go. Have your pissing contest with each other. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not holding this up as a classic. I'm just saying I really, really liked it, and I will watch it again. And I'm just a little tickled that I can get that there was something else out there that gives me a little of the same feeling that I got from Clueless. And the movies you named, there's nothing wrong with them, but they don't give me that same feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sam, go first. I did. Just do. I, okay. I, I would not yeah. just... Quit it. drinking, Justin. I loved it. <laughs> I will watch this just movie again sure on my free time. That he has his official entrance so that he knows it's his turn, that this is his last opportunity to praise this film before I go to you, Jackie. I am just being professional. I, I will take Jackie. it further to say... Jackie. Nope, 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 you. No, you, you had your chance. So I'm gonna nope, you had your chance. Further. You gotta I will get take it a Sam. step further, and I will say that if the visual effects were good, this would be a bad movie debunked. Okay. Can't go there. Jackie, go ahead. Uh, I'm a lot with Sam. It just left me with some feel-good, some hope out there, hope for humanity. What? Um, They're vampires! Yeah, that don't eat And they were more because... human than most of the human characters. I think you missed a lot. Which, yeah, which I think makes you're humanity suck! And it makes humanity suck. Oh, I have faith for humanity or hope oh, for no. humanity. No, you don't. When the people suck, you're so oh, full of God. shit. You're just saying stuff. You're the one that went to, to Memphis this weekend. I didn't have a good time. So I don't know that we can I, trust your opinion, sir. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Because it was fun. Anyway, the listeners Ugh. know that I'm a fun person. So it was fun. Don't worry about him. But the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the movie here, people. The movie was fun and uplifting, and it it kind of had this weird thing where when people died on screen, you were just kind of like, ha, 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 but like, not really. And the fact that the two main people in the movie wouldn't hurt a fly, but they were vampires who had this really awful, it's like having the most awful boss in the world, and you've got another really kick-ass co-worker, and you guys just kind of shelter together to get past this bad person. And... I think that's very relatable. It and is. I, and I like the story, and I and I felt good when I was done, and it made me want to hug my dog, and, you know, I, yeah. I really liked it. I was entertained. I thought it was funny. I thought the jokes were well-placed. I liked it. Yeah, and you just hit something else, is that it does a thing where it did different things that were good to different people, because I never even got the good boss thing. I was getting, like, all this other stuff, and I'm like oh, wow, this can really hit a lot of different people a lot of different ways. Yeah, exactly. And for me, it hit the, uh, you got a bad boss, cling on to your co-worker, because you're just going to have to model those goddamn clothes. <laughs> and light clerical, which was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Faith restored in humanity. There you go, folks. That's it. Uh, next week on the podcast, it's, oh, we should mention that Jackie did this for Spooktober, uh, even though it's definitely not a Spooktober movie, but I, it qualifies. It qualifies. It's not, it's not a horror movie by any means. Uh, 
But that everybody knows that I love vampires, boring. so you know I always try to pick a vampire movie in uh, December. Uh, it's definitely not December. Um, I mean, in October. Be... Sorry. Oh my God. I have the heat stroke from Tennessee. Oh my God. The sorry Perhaps. for me. Yeah. Okay, well, next week on the podcast, I will be continuing on with Curse 3, Blood Sacrifice, currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, have a great week, guys, and get to the chocolate.